Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, if you're there, say amen. amen. He says, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, my. I got to say it again. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. The anchor holds. Hallelujah. My Lord, Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. I came tonight to give you a simple message. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight. And Father, we just rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice in you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you do not change. And Lord, tonight I pray that you would just anoint these lips to speak. God, anoint us to receive tonight. And Lord, I pray that your word would just bring a change, bring encouragement, bring strength, I pray, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you and leave the results in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This world that we're living in, folks, if you don't know it, it's changing. And it's changing very quickly. And the closer we get to the rapture of the church, the seven-year tribulation period in the second coming of Christ is just going to change more and more and more and more. It's changing. Society is changing. The level, of, the level of spiritual and moral darkness and evil in society is changing. It's increasing. It's getting more and more and more. Things are not as they used to be. If the Lord tarries ten, five years from now, ten years from now, it's going to change even more. Things are changing. As you know, the weather's changing. Even the secular forecasters have predicted that in the, in the next 20 to 40 years, that weather will change like man has never known it to change. Natural catastrophes. Things that we've seen just in the last four weeks will become commonplace. Natural disasters, things are changing. Gas prices are changing. Lord, help. So, so, things are changing in government. Politicians come and go. They change. Things change in our world that we're living in. Security issues, they change. Personal health, and personal safety concerns, they change. Things are not as they used to, and, they, and they're not as they shall be. Things are changing. And even though you and I live in a very rapidly changing world, there is one thing that remains the same. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is Jesus Christ, and he does not change. Hallelujah. He does not change. You know, in the last four weeks, we've seen things that have happened in which people have lost their lives. People have lost family members. They've lost houses. They've lost possessions. They've lost jobs. They've lost everything. But the one thing that is constant and does not change that they still have, if they have him, is Jesus. Like Brother Swagger alluded to, I think it was last week, with a lady in front of the uh, super, uh, the, um, 
the, uh, what is that thing called? Superdome. She lost everything she had. She lost absolutely everything she had, but the one thing she said she did have was Jesus. She said that she said, I have Jesus still. Hallelujah. He doesn't change. You know, friends change, relationships change, money matters change, this, the security of our nation change, this, really, this world is changing because of the spread of Islam in a bad way, it's changing. I'm a young man, but I know things are not as they used to be when I was young. And things are not as they're going to be, things are changing. If you're waiting for things to go back to the way they used to be, well, forget it. I said, if you're waiting for things to go back to the way they used to be, forget it. Because things are not going back to the way they used to be. Things are changing. But God is raising up in this last day of people that know that there's one thing that does not change. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That Jesus Christ and his word, his work at the cross, the work of his Holy Spirit, his promises do not change. If you're discouraged tonight, if you've, if you've lost a sound mind tonight, you can take courage in this one thing, that the Jesus Christ who is your Savior, he doesn't change. He's still with you. He'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. He's always there. Again, relationships change, things in life change, circumstances change, scenarios are different, but he doesn't change. He's always the same. He's constant day after day after day after day. He's always the same. My Lord, hallelujah. He's the same. Tomorrow things may be different. The forecasters may say, there's another hurricane on the way. It will change things. But Jesus Christ won't change. You single, pers- you single people, another person may come into your life tomorrow. But there's one thing that, that won't change is Jesus. You married folks, a scenario may come in your family, bring calamity, bring adversity, but Jesus doesn't change. He is always the same. Seasons change in life, but he doesn't change. It's a simple word tonight, he doesn't change. There are three things in particular about Jesus, if you wanted to say, if I wanted to say, well, what about Jesus does not change, really you could say everything. But there's three things tonight the Lord's laid upon my heart to give you about him that do not change. First of all, who he is never changes. Who he is never changes. You may ask, who is he? Good question. Who is he? Who is Jesus? He's the Savior. He's our Redeemer. He's our Lord. He's our Master. He's our Justifier. He's our Provider. And he was that yesterday, he's that today, and he'll be that tomorrow. Hallelujah. 
He's everything we have need of. He was that yesterday. He's that right now. And he'll be that again next week, a year from now, 10 years from now, if the Lord tarries. He always is the same. He's constant. You can trust in him because he's faithful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He never changes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He doesn't change. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's Jehovah Nisi, our banner of victory. He's Jehovah Elohim, our God Almighty. He's Jehovah Sidkenu, our righteousness. He's Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Reah, the Lord who is always there, our shepherd. Hallelujah. He never changes. He's always there. When I wake up every morning, you can trust in a Savior who is always there because he's always constant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You and I can rejoice. You and I can be happy. You and I can have a heart that's full of joy. Why? It's because tomorrow morning I can wake up and talk to a Savior that doesn't change. I can talk to a Redeemer who doesn't change. He doesn't have a bad day with me. I may have a bad day with him, but he doesn't have a bad day with me. He doesn't change. I may have, you may have a lack of money that will dim your mood. You may have a lot of money that will bring up your mood, but Jesus Christ doesn't change. Who he is does not change. Secondly, what Jesus Christ has done for us, the cross, does not change. The message that he's given us, the cross, does not change. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And even in, the, in, even in the early church, there was, there was doctrine, strange doctrines, every wind of doctrine that was passing through. And the, and the apostle Paul, whoever wrote the book of Hebrews, he wanted to emphasize the point that in the day that there's all kinds of doctrines, there's one thing that does not change. There's one message that does not change. It's Jesus Christ and him crucified. That does not change. One of, Sparl, one of Charles Spurgeon's critics one day asked him in, sarcastic, in a sarcastic tone, how come you always preach about Jesus? How come you're always preaching on the subject of Jesus? Don't you know you need to keep up with the age, with the ages, the present age, the young people? Hey, they said that back in the mid-1800s. To Charles Spurgeon. And Charles Spurgeon said, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Keep on, what am I keep on keep preaching Jesus for? He said, John Knox preached on Jesus Christ. Martin Luther preached on Jesus. He said, John Huss and John Wycliffe, William Tyndale, John Calvin, they preached on Jesus. And I'm going to preach on Jesus too. 
And I'm not going to stop preaching on Jesus Christ and him crucified. There's one thing that does not change. It's his message. It's his word. Hallelujah. And then just understand this. If the message of the cross ever bores you, if it ever bores you, if it ever irritates you, something's wrong with your heart. Because forever, when we pass from earth to glory, forever we will worship the Lord. We will praise God because of what he's done for us at Calvary. Hallelujah. 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 He doesn't change. The message doesn't change. From generation to generation, it doesn't matter who the preacher is. Every message, should, the emphasis should be the same. Christ and him crucified. When you watch Christian television and listen to, to Christian radio today, you should always hear one emphasis, Christ and him crucified. It doesn't matter if it's a charismatic preacher, a Baptist preacher, Episcopalian, it doesn't matter. Because God's message doesn't change. My Lord. Hallelujah. About a hundred years ago, to this very day, the great Welsh revival began to wind down somewhat. The heat of the revival took place from 1905 to 1904-1905, began to dwindle down somewhat towards the end of 1905. And the great Welsh revival is one of the most unique revivals that has ever taken place. It was a revival that, that really got started from a lot of several different groups of people and, and individuals of people that did not know each other but were praying about the same thing. They were asking God for a move of his spirit. They were asking God to move. A man by the name of Seth Joshua, about 14 years before the great, great Welsh revival started, the Holy Spirit laid it upon his heart one day not just one day, but over a period of time to pray that God raise up a young man from the coal mines that would lead a great move of God in the end times. Not a person that, not a person that could boast in his theological degree, not one of the big names of the church, but a nobody from the coal mines of England that could lead a great revival. And he began to pray, and he began to pray, and he began to pray. And say, God, raise up this young man. He had no idea who he was, but he was praying for a young man named Evan Roberts. The Great Welsh Revival began, to be began in 1904. Young, some young people, teenage girls in particular, one time began to, they, they were in a prayer meeting, and all of a sudden God began to pour out his Holy Spirit upon them. They had got in contact with Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts was a 26-year-old young man in his first year of Bible college. You Bible college students. 26 years old. And God used him to lead one of the greatest revivals that has ever been. And John, or Evan Roberts, he was not a great orator. He was not a great singer. He was not a person that was known in the Elite, elite section or elite part of the church or even the world. And the critics of Evan Roberts 
They, were, they criticized him because they said that Evan Roberts was, he wasn't a good enough preacher. He wasn't one of the big names. He wasn't a G. Campbell Morgan. He wasn't a D.L. Moody. He wasn't one of the, uh, one of the other high, big names of that day. He can't preach, his critics said. Some of his other critics said, he's too sensitive. He's too sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He gets convicted of sin too much. And sometimes in a service, he would, when he feels the Holy Spirit moving upon him, he would just stop the service and pray and begin to worship. He's too sensitive. Hey, it's an all right thing to be too sensitive to the Holy Spirit. What I'm, what I'm leading up to is this. One of the things that his critics used to accuse him of, that Ivan Roberts didn't know the word good enough. I mean, my Lord, he was only 26 years old. How can he lead a revival? He's not experienced in the word enough. He'll mess it up. He'll make a mistake. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit can overcome your mistakes. I said the Holy Spirit can overcome your mistakes. Hallelujah. You want to be a good parent? You're going to make a mistake, but the Holy Spirit can overcome mistakes. You want to be a good mother, a good father, a good person in the Lord. The Holy Spirit knows how to overcome and, and, and overcome mistakes. He doesn't know the word, they said, like he should. This revival needs a seasoned minister. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with a seasoned minister who knows the word. Of course not. But seasoned minister after seasoned minister went to that revival. And seasoned minister after seasoned, seasoned minister left the revival saying one thing. God chose that man to lead that revival. That's God's man for that revival. And in the, in the natural, or Evan, it was true that Evan Roberts really did not know the word. He was not a seasoned minister. He was not one that had known the word all of his life. He was a former worker in a coal mine. But there was one thing that Evan Roberts knew, and he preached, and he sung, he taught it, he directed his people to it. It was the cross of Jesus Christ. It was the cross of Jesus Christ. That Welsh revival, oh, and I've been reading some material about it recently, over and over again, the songs that they sung pointed to the cross. The messages that were given pointed people to the cross of Calvary. The the, the words, the the prophetic words that came pointed people to Jesus Christ and him crucified. One British journalist went to several of the meetings and he said this after attending several of the meetings of that revival. He says, what seems to me to be at the heart of this revival in Wales is the unveiling of the cross and the rediscovery of the power of intercessory prayer. These two facts place it at once in the true perspective and show its relation to similar movements in other days. In the unveiling of the cross, there is an interchanging sense of conviction and joy. He said, the thing that sticks out to me is the unveiling of the cross. 
I'm here to tell you tonight, you and I need to need the Holy Spirit to unveil the cross to us. <laughs> we need the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to unveil Calvary to us. That we see a crucified Savior like we haven't seen him ever before. That we weep inside in our heart when we think about Jesus and what he did for us at that cross. It was a bloody cross. It was a gruesome cross, but yet it was a wonderful cross. It was a glorious cross because it was there that he purchased my victory. It was there that he purchased your peace of mind. It was there that he provided everything that we have need of in this world, in this life, at the cross. If you want revival, if you want the Holy Spirit to move in you, exalt Jesus and him crucified. Hallelujah. I said if you want the Holy Spirit to move in your life, to move in your family, exalt Jesus and him crucified, and he will honor his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want him to bless your marriage, exalt Jesus and him crucified because it is his message, it is his word, and he will honor his word. Hallelujah. My Lord, in this day that we're living in, one of the the criticisms that I've heard against this ministry is that it's just a Jimmy Swagger thing. It's a Jimmy Swagger thing. If somebody preaches the cross, well, they've been listening to Jimmy Swagger. Now, I praise God for that somewhat. But let me tell you something, and he would say this too, that this is not a Jimmy Swagger, just a Jimmy Swagger thing. This is a whole world thing. Hallelujah. It crosses all denominational lines. It's a Jesus thing. Hallelujah. It is God's message to this world in these last days. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. God is visiting his church in these last days with a message. And he's raising up men and women that will preach his end time message. The cross. Go to the cross, church. Go back to the cross, church. World, if you want peace, if you want life, if you want to be set free from sin, go to Jesus Christ and his cross. And you'll experience deliverance. You'll experience salvation. Hallelujah. My Lord, don't be ashamed of the cross. Never be ashamed. My Lord, what a wonderful cross. What a wonderful work he did for us at Calvary. You may not be able to preach it well or talk it well. That really doesn't matter. As long as you believe, as long as you trust, the Holy Spirit will give you the words. He'll give you the right words. Every single one of you got some friends. You have some people that you know that they need to know the message of the cross. You just trust the Lord. God will give you the right words to say. Hallelujah. He'll give you the right words to say the cross. One of the things about Jesus that does not change is his message, the message of the cross. My Lord, hallelujah. It's not just for preachers. It's for everybody. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Hallelujah. And it does not change. Every time you watch, I'm going to stay on this for a moment. Every time you watch Christian television, you see something different. Wait a month, you get something different, a different flavor, a different word. Somebody else will come along having a different fad, a different revelation, quote-unquote, from the Lord. Every revelation God gives, it will emphasize his finished work at Calvary. Hallelujah. The cross, the cross, the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I gotta say it again, if you want the Lord, if you want the moving of the Holy Spirit, if we want revival in these last days, not just in Family Worship Center, but all over this world, lift up Jesus Christ and him crucified, hallelujah. It is a message that crosses all denominational lines, everything, it crosses it all. It's God's message, and it does not change. Jesus, hallelujah. Finally, the last thing, it does not change about him or his promises. The Bible says it is that all his promises are, are in him are yea and amen. They do not change. If he said it, he will do it. It doesn't matter what hurricane comes. He will stay true to his word. Hallelujah. He stays faithful. He says even if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He doesn't change. His promises to us do not change. Hallelujah. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. Hallelujah. My Lord, every promise in the book, it will never change. And if God's given you a word tonight, given you a promise, my Lord Jesus, it will not change. Hallelujah. Paul said, I am confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in me will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He said, for I know in whom I have believed, and I know that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him until that day. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Has God, hasn't God spoken? Hasn't God also? Will he not also confirm his word and stay true to his word? He will. Is there a promise? Is there a promise that you're banking on tonight that you need the Lord to come through with? You can be encouraged tonight and know that Jesus Christ stay true, stays true to his word. His promises do not change. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord Jesus, God is going to finish just what he started. Hallelujah. Even though the waters got to be parted, we can lift up our hands and don't be brokenhearted. God's going to finish what he started in you. Hallelujah. My Lord. He's the rock of ages. He's the solid rock. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but fully lean on Jesus' name. Hallelujah. With darkness veils his lovely face, I'm going to keep on resting in his unchanging grace. Through every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. 
Oh, my Lord. <laughs> On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is seeking sand. All other ground is seeking sand. Where are you standing tonight? I said, where are you standing tonight? Stand to your feet right now. Tonight you have an anchor that holds. And you have a word that is sure from the Lord. Every one of his promises to you are yea and amen. You can bank on it. He's your friend. He was your friend yesterday. He's your friend today. And he'll be your best friend tomorrow. He's your provider now and he'll be that forever. You can trust in him. I said you can trust in him because it doesn't change. Hallelujah. Where are you standing tonight? Are you standing on your own understanding that changes from day to day? Or are you changing or are you standing on his unchanging promises? Praise the Lord. On on an unchanging person who he is and an unchanging work that that, that he's done for you at at Calvary. He never changes. Praise the Lord. He never, 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 never changes. My Lord. I hope you wake up tonight saying, I know that he never, 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 never changes. Never changes. Hallelujah. He's my friend yesterday, today, and forever. He's my provider yesterday, today, and forever. He's what I need yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. His power is the same. His anointing is the same. His provision is the same. He'll never change. He'll always be there. Hallelujah. He never changes. Just trust him. 